Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Brownie middle sides or corners. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Brownie middle sides or corners. Every time you do that, it sounds like it's the title of a horror movie. Yeah. I'm sometimes I am channeling the 70, 70s horror trailer guy. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. His voice sits here. He's never had water in his life. Donald Logue in Brownie Middle Sides or Corners. <laughs> he seems like the right guy to be in something. He does. Like that. He would do it. Yeah. Welcome to We Got This with Mark and Hal, the show where we settle the debates nobody else will touch. Back for season two. We, we did it. We got it. We did it. Thank you to the people of the world. We got a season two. Uh, I don't know if there was a write-in campaign and that's what helped, but you know what? Thank you to Jesse. Thank you to everybody at Max Fun. We got a season two. That's right, everybody. That means we're doing 400 more episodes. At least. At least. That in season two. We might get season three. Hell, MASH went for a really long time. They went for how many seasons? The Simpsons uh, have been on for 30-something seasons. That's like, I think they went 11 like 120,000 years? episodes. I think they went 11 years, Smash there you go. did. Look at that. They ended in 1983. I think they started in 72. So 11 seasons. They lasted longer than the Korean War did. Yeah. Also, thank you to Cody Madsen for this topic, which is a delight. I'm always happy to talk brownies. Oh, sure. Who isn't? Have you purchased your Baker's Edge pan yet? I haven't, but I, I know what you're talking about. It is yeah. basically a brownie maze. If you don't know, it's a brownie. It looks like somebody's playing the old Nokia cell phone game Snake, but with yes. brownie batter. Or it looks like that one section on, do you ever have that board game as a kid where it was a ball and you had to get it to move around by sliding little knobs and levers? And one of the things on it was a maze that you had to get it through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like tilt it through a maze. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's what the that's like. It's all corners and edges. Yes, is what that the Baker's Edge pan is. That's right. Does that feel like there are going to be people that want a middle piece? If you always make your brownies in that, and then you show up at a party with these brownies from a Baker's Edge pan, what 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 about the people that want the middle piece? Exactly. That, that, this is the problem that they are solving. You know, every new food invention is solving a problem, right? Yeah. This is the problem of Argu- I really arguably like, every food invention is solving a problem. They're attempting to solve a Some problem. Some of them are like, making up a problem. And yeah. Solving. Oh, of course. It's, yeah. it's a manufactured. It's how many times has this happened to you? And sometimes the answer is it has never happened. Yeah. I've Not never had that once. black and white part of the infomercial. Yeah. But this is. For people who prefer, if you don't know, this is for people who prefer the edges or sides Mm. because it snakes around like this. Every piece is a side. So if you don't like the middle, Mm -hmm. if you are an edge person, you like the crispiness of an edge, then you're in luck because every piece has that. You're never cheated. Yeah. So this is basically the three pieces of a pan of brownies you can have. One is what, what, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. When we say a side, a side generally has one crispy edge and the rest is right. the either fudgy or cakey part. Three cut fudgy edges. Yes. The corners 
are crispy on two sides. Usually I have a rounded corner and then the rest is the cakey or fudgy. Then the middle is just pure cakey fudginess. Yeah. And as someone who has, who loves brownies, I've made them from packages, of course, many a time, but I've also made them from scratch, which is Mm -hmm. preferable and very simple. They're not hard to make from scratch at all. They're very easy to make. Yes, they're very I made them easy from a box. I don't think I've ever made like straight up scratch brownies. You basically make the dry mix yourself. Oh, okay. And it's not much. It's like cocoa powder and flour and sugar, I think, is all that's really in there. That's very my simple. holy trinity. There you go. It's just the holy trinity in a bowl with like an I'm egg. I'm chocolate. Did I not tell you? Oh, I didn't know you converted fully. Yeah, I knew Roman, you were interested. I'm Roman chocolate, not Greek Orthodox chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Jewish, so I'll eat anything. <laughs> so... I hate you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love making a brown. I like making them in the square pan. Yeah. You go square pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the nine by nine. I got it. See, I just got my first nine by nine. I was always mm-hmm. doing the nine by 13. Which are also great. Which are great. But for a lot of the stuff that I wanted to make, if I'm you know making something to take to a party mm-hmm. that is designed for a nine by nine and I make mm-hmm. it in a nine by 13, suddenly everything looks like low rise lemon squares. Yes, you know yes. I mean, there's just not shallow, enough yeah. to get the lift. So I just got my nine by nine, changed my, changed my baking life. Yep. I should have bought it years ago. I'm an idiot for not buying this years ago. It's, uh, you know, better late than never. That's true. Do you prefer in brownies? This is not what we're solving here. Do you like a cakier brownie or do you like a fudgier brownie? Do you like it when it's like high risen and, and like moist cake or do you prefer that lower, chewier, thicker brownie what do you like i like a good ratio of fudgy chewiness to cakiness which for me airs more on the fudgy gooey side yes i agree i like i I like it fudgy gooey i with a cookie i'm always on the side of cake i like i don't like super thin cookies i like a thick cookie that looks like a muffin top but for brownies i'm more of a gooey brownie person are you you're a gooey brownie guy right I do like a gooey brownie. I think most gooey brownies have some cakiness to them, but rarely do cake brownies have any gooiness to them. Yeah, that's exa- I think that's a good point. I think I just like my mom's. My mom makes them where they're, in my opinion, the perfect ratio of gooey to cakey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're going to assume these are fudge brownies we're talking about. Yeah. Do do you? Yes, go ahead. I, I'm pointing, gonna, ask you a question? I am pointing because I have a go question ahead. for oh, Let me raise my hand. Yeah, well, yeah, that's another ahead. rule. Are we in, we got to institute a bunch of new rules, by the way, okay. for season two. For season, uh, season two, two sure. season two. If you want to make a comment, you have to raise your hand. Okay, go ahead, Mark. Uh, yes, uh, I would like to ask you a question, Hal. Yep. Are you a fan of mix-ins in a brownie? Do you like walnuts in a brownie? Do you like assorted other, you know, maybe little flakes of coconut, whatever people will put into brownies? Are you a mix-in fan? I don't hate a mix-in. I think if you make good brownies, you don't need a mix in with it. Like walnuts are fine in there. Mm-hmm. Chocolate chips are good inside, but I think a well-made brownie needs no mix-ins. Okay. That's what I would say. The reason I was asking is because the centerpieces tend to be more chock full of mix-ins. Sure. When you're dealing with these kind of brownies. Yeah. I don't know that that should be a criteria. Do you agree? No, I think everything's a criteria. 
Everything's a criteria. We've got, Hal, we have a very narrow topic and a whole podcast <laughs> to fill. I don't think any criteria for this is going to be off limits. <laughs> Do you like mixins? Do you like them? I'm with you. I generally think a good brownie is a good brownie. Mm-hmm. And if anything's going to get mixed in with my brownie, it's going to be me doing it. And it's going to be yeah. most likely ice cream on top. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's the mix in swirl a little bit of that vanilla ice cream in there. That's my mix in. And though in that case, I do, if I am having it a la mode, I do like walnuts in there. I like the varied texture of that. Yeah. Walnuts are good. Walnuts are so flavorless that they're kind of yeah. perfect. They're perfect texture add in. Yeah. To pretty yeah. much anything. I, I don't but know that's flavorless. I do. I, do. I mean, they're, they're not fine. as pungent as some other nuts, but I. Yeah, they're like they. They don't. It's a very mildly flavored nut, I would say. And so it's you know you kind of want to candy it or do something to it before you have it. Yes, Mark. Uh, yeah, I have another question for you. Uh huh. This question actually goes back to an old episode where we thought that frosted brownies did not exist. It was such an outlandish anomaly. Do you remember this? And someone came after us and was like, what are you talking about? Frosted brownies are amazing. Who Have you that? become a frosted brownie guy? Or no. are you still a, yeah. Frosted brownie is cake. Let's be clear. <laughs> well, you don't need to frost your brownie. You can if you want. Listen, I mean, you can do whatever you want to a brownie. You could slather it in tomato sauce and eat it. This world yeah. is yours for the taking and how, you get to how, decide what how happens. You yes. just, how you just negated like half the episodes from season one. Oops. Well, season two. <laughs> new season, new That's me. Right. That's right. You haven't raised your hand once, Hal, but I'm going to allow it. Okay, Hal? Yeah, question for you, Mark. Do sure. you enjoy a frosted brownie? Have you come around on that? You know what? The only frosted brownies I've ever had are never homemade brownies. Hmm. They are brownies from a vending machine are the only ones I've ever had frosted. And it's that yeah, sort of, of, you know what I mean? It's that sort of like, you know, hostess version of frosting. Yeah, there's jet the fuel top. in there. Yeah, exactly. So no, I'm more of a, uh, an unfrosted brownie person. Though, you know what? The vending machine did bring up another point. Hmm. Because in this one, there's not really any research to do. And this one is so based on personal taste. Yeah. That it really is. It's just a matter of if we are the Supreme Court in this hearing all arguments. And one argument that I think is interesting for edge pieces is you can only get edge and corners that a benefit of edge and corner pieces is that you can only get them in a homemade brownie because a brownie that you get out of a vending machine is by its nature, always going to have four soft sides. There's yes. not going to be an edge side. So an edge side in a way equals this is homemade. Yeah, that is true. It does. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, there's no brownie that comes out of a machine. Oh yes, Mark. Sorry. So I had another question. Go ahead. Yes. Um, do you think that multiple textures are a net positive or a net negative in a brownie? I personally, Mm -hmm. I like the crispy edge. I do too. I like that an edge or corner allows you to fully explore everything made in the pan. Mm -hmm. The middle, which is a fine piece. I enjoy a middle. It gives you, it features the chewy, gooey, fudgy, part of the brownie but that mm-hmm. crisp cooked corner that gives you firmness and a little crunch i think is great i think a middle is it's not boring but i think there's more to explore in the pan what do you think i tend to agree with you 
Though I think that the absolute best part of the brownie is the middle piece. I think the middle of the brownie, you're going to get more mix-ins you're, if you have mix-ins in it. Yeah. The middle pieces stay warmer for longer. You're going to get more of that fudginess and less of that cakiness. You're not going to get the chewiness that can sometimes, the dry chewiness that can, that you can get on, I would argue less on an edge piece and more on a corner piece. Mm-hmm. I think that the center piece is a brownie at its perfection. That said, do I want a brownie? That is all just the perfect parts of a brownie. Or do I want the full experience of a brownie? There's a reason that a store-bought brownie is going to be all soft edges. That is the what has been determined to be the uniform best part of that brownie is that gooey, here is what it looks like, everything uniform. I would argue that the edge is an inferior part of the brownie than the middle. But in the same way that I wouldn't stop eating a slice of pizza when I got to the crust, right. I think that for a good brownie, I enjoy the best parts of the brownie and also the more controversial parts of the brownie. For purposes of this argument, controversial anyway. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. I don't know if I, I keep coming back to you saying the perfect piece of the brownie is the middle. It is the most uniform piece of the brownie. It's the most uniform, but I think a brown, we determined pretty early that a brownie at its best is the fudgy and gooey, right? That's the best part of the brownie is the fudgy gooeyness. Honestly, if I had a piece that was all the corners, I would probably be pretty happy. Would you be happy with a little bit, a little bit of the fudge? I want a little bit in there, but I like. So you like that. Sometimes it becomes, I don't know, for me, sometimes a corner specifically. I'm not, I'm, I think that this fight for me personally is between an edge piece and a centerpiece. I don't think the corner wins. I love a corner piece because the side, now we're getting into it. Mm -hmm. The side is a little bit of the crispiness. Mm-hmm. Whereas the corner feels like it's a little more half and half. So you get the best of yeah. everything. Why do you, why do you want like, it to be half the best part and half the worst part? Why don't you me, want it I, to be three quarters the best part and one quarter the more interesting part? To me, the edge and the middle are very similar to each other. I don't know that I put one over the other like that. Really? You know? Like, yeah, I don't put it like the middle is so good and the sides are like I'm tolerating them, but it would be weird to have it in the pan and not have some of the side. I like that crispy, crunchy. It's almost like it's not quite brownie brittle. It's like brownie jerky. Well, if you let it sit out, the longer it sits for sure. But when you're getting it fresh out, you Mm -hmm. get some it's like extra chewy and you get some crispiness because it's really cooked out in the edges and then it transfers into the fudginess. So Mm. I just, I think that that's the reason why, because I like both of them so much, the corner gives me everything. The corner gives me a good sampling of each rather than, because you know, Mark, if you don't like the side that much and you think it's the worst part of the brownie, there's nothing wrong with saying like, I think it's the middle because I think the, the crispy parts are overrated. It feels it. It makes me feel like you're saying side, so that I'll be appeased a little bit because I like the crunchy part, no, no, and that's no. our our middle ground. I'm not saying yeah. that because it's that's the middle fair. ground. I'm saying mm-hmm. that 
I think that the middle of the brownie is not inarguably, but objectively the best part. That's the part that you check to make sure that it's done. You're not going to, well, you're not going to make sure that the edges of the brownie are done because the middle won't be done. So in order to get the middle done, you have to sacrifice a little bit of brownie quality in the corners and edges and wind up with, I'm not going to lie, frequently chewier. And like, if I want chewy and crunchy, I will reach for the corner piece. If I want chewy and crunchy and also gooey, I will reach for an edge piece. If I want just gooey and fudgy, I'll reach for a middle piece. I think that the corner pieces, for me, it's too much of the crunchy and chewy part. It's too crunchy and chewy. And I'm, I'm a guy that enjoys crunchy and chewy, generally. I will eat Doritos and Slim Jims all day. <laughs> but for purposes of a brownie, I tend to think that, for me personally, I want a little bit of the crunch just for the variety sake of the chewy and crunchy for the variety sake but the bulk of that brownie i want to be the fudgy part i want it to be the you know the sweet spot that is food for thought let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll settle this and we'll delve a little further into the world of the crunchy and the chewy you're listening to we got this with mark and hal hey it's john moe inviting you to listen to depression mode with john moe where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people, famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode. I am happy to be here. Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. Rishikesh Hirway, welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. Listen, you like podcasts, right? Sure you do. Don't try and lie to me. You're listening to one right now, so why not try a different one called R1, The Flophouse? Uh-huh, and on The Flophouse, we watch a movie and talk about it. And then sometimes we also do other stuff. It's all meant to be funny and fun, and we think you'll have a good time. And just to be clear, the name of the podcast is not R1, The Flophouse. It's just called The Flophouse. <laughs> I do a lot of correcting Dan. The Flophouse, a lot of correcting Dan. And we're back. We made it through our first commercial break of season two, and we didn't get canceled during the commercial. Thank goodness. Well, Thank you know, goodness. we got a full season pickup. It's not, you don't have to worry about. Us oh, being I just assumed that every, I, every segment, Jesse could pop in at any point behind mm -hmm. me over my shoulder and tell me we're done. No, 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 no. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You can rest easy. Maybe this has more to do with my pans mm. and this. I like my new nine by nine. Sure. Don't get me wrong. I like my new 9 by 9 Here's the thing about the 9 by 9 If I'm going to make nine 3 by 3 inch brownies, right? Which is a huge brownie. <laughs> but I'm going to have that because I've got to have room for a full scoop of ice cream on top. And this is a dessert mm -hmm. I'm going to share with somebody, whatever. Sure. I can cut them into smaller squares later. But if I have a 9 by 9 pan, for purposes of this, if I have a 9 by 9 square pan, and I'm dividing it into three 3 by 3 brownies the corners of my particular nine by nine pan are rounded which means if i'm cutting this nine by nine into three by three by three only five of those will be three by three squares and four of them the four edges will be almost three by three squares 
with one rounded little segment of that point cut out. They're smaller, is my point. They're slightly smaller. Uh Okay. And I know how much you appreciate the quantity of the dessert being an important factor as well. Yes. It's cute that you think I cut it into nine pieces as opposed to I'm going to cut as big a piece as I want and slide it out with a lasagna turner. Hang on a second. How? Uh Uh-huh. This is concerning me just generally. I'm not holding a bake sale, Mark. No, but this is what's what's concerning me. How do you, Hmm. when you make a big thing like a casserole, when you make something in a casserole dish, you don't cut it into equal portions. You just take out a hunk of it. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know if I if can do a show listen, with you anymore. This is if I'm this if is I'm having my blood guests. pressure rise. How this is making my blood if pressure I'm rise. If I'm making this for guests, then yes, I will cut it into even pieces. If I'm, if I'm at home and Jennifer and I are going to have something, and you we're making it for us, but it's it's a, it's in a tray. It's designed to be no, specific. We make, we make the pieces that we want. You want a little piece, take a little piece. You want a bigger piece, take a bigger piece. Can I Why tell you we, a thing? Why should we live? You know what? You know what it is, Mark? It's like you get to a certain point. And I think a lot of, for a lot of people, it happens like around college age or the first time you're independent from your parents of like, Oh, uh-huh. I've been trained to eat incorrectly. Food. Well, no, I've been trained to eat food the <laughs> way my parents eat it. They have set up the rule, you know, for, for the first however many years of your life that you live with some sort of guardianship. You Mm -hmm. are the way you eat is influenced very heavily by the way that they ate in terms of what you're allowed to have and how much of it you're allowed to have and how much of something you should make and how big or little the pieces should be. That's why Mowgli only handlessly ate gazelle for the first like nine years of his life before he left. That's right. Ton of gazelle. Yeah. (laughs) So you do reach a point where you're like, oh, I can make my own rules now. This is just for me or just for me and my wife. Mm-hmm. We'll decide how big, like when I make cookies, you see they're really big. They yeah. don't need to be that big. They also don't need to be super small. I'll make them whatever size I'm feeling like after I make the dough. Like I don't care what somebody's rule is. I know how to make it. So I will have what I want because nobody is, I have enough issues around food from my child that you're talking to the kid who I don't know if I've ever talked about this here before. Do you need to lay down on the couch? Uh, no, no, no. But this, this is something I've discussed in therapy. Uh-huh. I used to, in high school, I had such guilt around food that I would have, like, late night, I would have a bowl of Cheez-Its. Mm-hmm. And then I would put the Cheez-Its away, and I would hand wash and dry the bowl and put it back. Because I didn't want anyone to know I'd snacked when I shouldn't have been snacking. You have mentioned that before, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it. Potentially in our or, if I, or just when we were talking, probably in the Cheez-Its episode. But that idea of, like... You do have to make healthy choices, but also you can make your own choices. So for that reason, I don't, there are times where we'll cut it into a perfect grid and there are times where where we'll be like, I want this much. I'm just going to take this much. And I think they're both okay is what I'm saying. Because I'm the person who I will have as much of it as I want, but it's not in the initial quantity of the first piece. I'll just have two. You know what I mean? Sure, 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 sure. And I'll I'll cut them into smaller portions so that but for me it's so funny to hear that because like I got such anxiety the other day watching Katie cut a cake. Because oh, cause you too big a piece or too little? Well, a piece? no. The cake was round 
And my brain goes, there is a system for this. It's the same system as a pizza. You cut it in half, then you cut it into the T, then you cut it into the little asterisk, and you're making through a central point, you are making wedges of cake along this thing. When she took that knife and just like, imagine, imagine a top down view of a cake, right? Okay. A top down view of a round cake. And if that, if that circle is, if that circle is you looking at a globe, she just lopped off the North Pole, Lop, lopped off the Arctic Circle. And it was oh, like, so well, she there's just a took piece. the top layer off. Really? Not the top layer. No, I mean, if you're looking at it from meaning like, ah, how do I describe this? If you are looking at a cake from, if you were looking at a round cake from the top, as if you were okay. looking at a globe from the side. All right. I'm looking at a globe. Yeah. She would have removed the Arctic Circle off of it like this. She cut the top part of the cake. Not the top. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. Oh, see, oh, I'm looking at the I'm top. Saying. You're Instead looking of cutting at a wedge, she cut top. a semicircle off of the let's, cake. Let's rewind this a little bit. I understand. Bit, that would be very oh, confusing I, she people. went across. I, I yeah. see, I see. So, so she, it, it, it's like if, if it were a skull, if a cake were a skull, you're looking at it. The skull is on, it's on the back. The skull face is looking towards the ceiling. Yeah. She took off the top like she was trying to get to the brain. She did not cut a wedge piece. She cut a semicircle piece off of the edge. So then you have, you could almost, Flip the cake on its side. Yeah, and it would look like a Vianetta. Yes. The point of all of this That's being madness. But madness. Also- I was standing there watching her cut this cake, and I in my brain I was going, what are you doing? Because what I do is, and I thought this was, and you're right, there are no rules, but I think there are. And when I think there are rules, I will follow them. Sure. And it makes me a little, you know, it throws me off. If the thing says, if a brownie recipe says that it makes 12 servings, mm-hmm. I will make the pan of brownies, I will wait for it to cool, and I will evenly cut it into 12 servings. Just taking a you knife, measure? just taking a knife to a cake like you're taking an ice cream scoop to a pint. <laughs> the idea of that is, 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 I, I need to lay down. Now I need I'd- to lay down on the couch. How do you feel about when people, the thing with cake where they have a cake and everybody takes like a wine glass and digs it into the cake so they can get their own piece and nobody has to touch anybody else's piece? That doesn't bother me because that's a kitsch. You know what <laughs> really I mean? It drives that's, me nuts. Really? You do wind yeah. up with, you do wind up with a mess of cake at the end that looks like it's been attacked by, by cuppers. I don't want to, I don't want to eat cake out of a goblet. No. I want to watch somebody struggle to cut even slices and then struggle to keep, to keep the, 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 the basic, just to keep it together, like keep it intact, keep mm-hmm. the integrity of it as they flop it on its side onto a plate and then try to scoot it over. And then there's, yeah. there's already, now there's frosting on the edge of the plate. Yeah. That if you serve it to my father, he'll just lick that and then throw out all the cake parts. He just does the frosting. He only wants the frosting. He doesn't care yeah. about the cake. Somebody else can eat his cake. I'll take Let's the cake from it. Out. I'm not a frosting guy. I'm a cake guy. Oh, then you guys are perfect. When you go on your next yeah. date. We're the sprats. It's yeah. perfect. You have, you have perfect sprat situation. We might so, be perfect. We might be the perfect sprats for this brownie debate too, Hal. If be, if I am more of a edge guy and you're more of a corner guy. Um, yeah. Well, you're more of a center chewy. I'm more of a crispy edge. No, I'm, person. I mean, I am. 
I'm I'm a one crispy edge person. I was I was arguing before that you, the you like best a little part. I like a little bit. You look it. a little bit. There's nothing a wrong corner, with that. A corner for me, I think too, because my mom's pan was so rounded on those corners, uh-huh. like it was. It looked like an old television set rounded or like the gif of an old television set where it's like super rounded on those corners. Yeah, yeah. So if you got the corner piece, you didn't get as much. Also, going back to uniformity, I don't know if I've ever uh-huh. told this on the show. Uh, my notion of uniformity in uh, in portion sizes, I wonder how much of it comes from this. When I was a kid, mm. I, if either my brother or my sister and I we're splitting something, right? Something, uh, usually a treat. If it was a, okay. if it was a brownie that we were splitting, mm-hmm. uh, my mom had a brilliant rule, which was one person cuts, the other one picks just for fairness sake. So the person cutting, oh. the person cutting their job was to make them exactly the same size. Sure. Because if I cut one big one and one little one, the person picking would just take the big one. Yep. You know what I mean? So yes. the rule in the house was one cuts, one picks. And then, and then both of you are beaten severely. And then both of us are beaten severely and sent back to the barn. So I understand probably why there's maybe more anxiety around it for you also. When she put that knife in that cake <laughs> and said, this is you and said, this is you. Cut yeah. And you. said, yeah, here's your uniformity. And mm-hmm. then, and then it was pure lunacy after that. Then that piece of cake that got cut off the side got cut into a couple of smaller, randomly sized cake. Then another whole cross section slice was cut. Like, well, that's for dad. That's the big slice. What is happening? (laughs) Willy nilly cake. It was willy nilly. I've never seen that before. That I've not. I've seen seen that at birthday parties before too. Now you go to a birthday party. Somebody starts cutting the cake. You're like, what are you doing? If it was only her cake then I, then i would have no problem with it but that's a cake other people are gonna have yeah it was a birthday so cake. that is it is that that is very odd because you want everybody to sort of have the same that's kind of the idea of it right yeah i'm gonna cut this cake evenly into wedges so everybody gets enough of the side frosting and the top frosting the middle yeah. frosting and the cake as opposed to your piece is all frosting. Well, your piece is all cake. Yeah. Your piece is just the, the cardboard yours underneath. Just, yeah, yours is just the box. <laughs> you can eat this middle finger I'm holding up at you. Ah, uh, yeah. I like the uniformity though. I do tend to at home for no apropos of nothing and for no one but myself mm. fancily plate food. Sure. You know? Yeah. I'll try that sometimes. Yeah. Like it winds up being a mess. Like it's a pile of broccoli with a sautéed onion on it and a steak. Yeah, but, but it looks it's good. Plated, it's it's I played it so poor. I'm like, oh, this is gonna look nice. I'll do the broccoli on the side and then the steak, and then I will I'll have the onions sort of sitting on top, and it just looks like a garbage man <laughs> threw up on my dinner plate. <laughs> I did once make a thing. I was like, oh, I'm gonna turn these. I'm gonna go chopped on these leftovers. And I'm uh-huh. going to turn them into something beautiful. And what I wound up with on the plate looked like I had made the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria out of mush. And they uh-huh. were taking vegetables to the New World. <laughs> and the, so most of the vegetables died and they all got Yeah, they all pox, died. Like... Some of them are falling off. Some of yeah. them are sinking. One of the ships is just kind of obviously melting into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, until by the end, it was just primordial soup. The cauliflower is playing folk music underneath the cargo hold. <laughs> exactly. Bunch of makeshift yeah. hammocks. Oh, my God. 
All right. So I think the answer, I think the answer here is a side piece. And, and this is why the answer to this particular question, because side piece yes. can mean a lot of things. The answer to this particular question is, is the side piece from the brownie pan. Because it has the ooey gooey, because it has the crispy, it also is great if you're going to hold your brownie, you have a handle for it. That's and then true. you eat the handle. Yeah. As opposed the to the corner. I know I, I prefer said, a corner. Sure. I look, I enjoy a corner once in a while. I enjoy a middle once in a while. I do kind of love the side piece because you eat a whole brownie and then at the end you get that texture difference where you've created a little brownie breadstick out of the edge. You know what I mean? And there's like a baby corn right there at the end. Yes, exactly. I'm checking with Jennifer because right before we came in to record, I said what we were doing. And she said something with some middle. I can't remember if she said side or corner. So I'm, I have a text out. We'll see if she answers. It's fine if she doesn't because we've yeah. already made our decision. Oh, see, so she, she said corner and middle. She likes corner with a little extra middle. Because she likes extra. See, that's both cutting like the extra it willy nilly. So, what does she cut herself a corner? That like is she gerrymandering a brownie tray? Like this is I like what a we corner. do. It's I like our a corner, brownie pan. I, I want some hey, extra middle. Keep your keep your business out of our brownie pan. Because the corner you get you the best Jerry, corner. G- your wife is with a little side and some middle. She is gerrymandering side. your brownie pan. You get side corner middle. She no, wants, we, she we, wants the gooey constituency we, in the middle. We gerrymander it together as a family. Cause we are a family like a giant tree branching out towards the sky. Is this from that we musical? are a family. We are so much more than just you and I. Da da dun dun da. Da dun 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 da. We are a family like a giant tree. Which growing character stronger, sang that? Growing wiser. It's this is uh Charlotte Ray. And we are growing free. Oh my god, I thought you were doing something from the People versus Friar Lawrence. No, that was Charlotte Ray singing. Yes, and then and then in comes B Arthur with groceries that she puts down. She goes, "It is more than you. It is more than me." Dun, dun. And then she gives one of these takes like, that. "I don't know. No matter what we are, we are a family." And that, so it, it's really like, like NBC's fall lineup special. It was their anniversary special. Anniversary. So it was the current, like we salute all of our, it was, it was, um, Barbara Eden introduced it yeah. and it's this weird 1980s conceptual set. It's Nell Carter and Charlotte Ray and Marla Gibb because 227 was on at the time mm-hmm. or was new. And they even say like, I love your show. I love your show. Uh, B. Arthur, Soleil Moonfry, Alfonso Ribeiro. And they, when they were kids. Yes, yes. So Sil- this would have been Silver Spoon and Punky Brewster. Silver Spoons and Punky Brewster. Yeah. And, but Soleil Moon Fry's only line is, we'll be there that she gives the thumbs up because she's being yeah. super punky. Yeah. It is one of the greatest things I've ever, I watch it. I come back to it often. It's pretty but, fun. How, uh, wait, we did, are you just family. Say, did you just, did you just say punky and not do the official voice? Oh, punky. There oh, you go. Punky. <laughs> punky, you cut too big of a brownie piece, punky. I'm very, very, very. Then I go into Commandant, Commandant Lassard. Lassard, of course. Very, very happy to have a very, very, very nice brownie pan. <laughs> uh, the point is, our brownie pan, our business. If yeah. my wife wants a corner with a little middle, she's going to have a corner with some extra middle. She gets the corner, she gets the side, she gets the middle, she gets all of it. But yeah, for then the somebody, then this, somebody comes over and is like, oh, you guys have brownies, and it looks like a incomplete no. toddler puzzle. 
The answer is no, we don't have brownies. Not for you. <laughs> we don't have brownies for you. We have our brownies. All right. But the point uh, is, while we are a brownie family, like a giant tree, we, I recognize that the side is a really great, uh, um, um, compromise. compromise. Thank you. It's, well, we did a whole season. We recorded that entire season in one weekend. My brain is fried. It's weird that we just spent the last seven years dropping episodes. Yeah. Just one week at a time. Yeah. Just, we were trapped in that. We bunker. recorded. We were in that bunker. I mean, think of all the people we had in that bunker. Weird yeah. Al, Fillion, Molly Quinn. Have you checked on Paul and Storm? Are they still in there? Paul, Storm, you guys in there? Yes. Ooh, they did oh, it in harmony. The, oh, they sang it. Oh, yeah. They're very boom, good singers. Boom, boom, boom. That's enough, guys. Thanks. <laughs> this is not your show. This is our show. If you love a corner, the side gives you the crispy. If you like the middle, you got plenty of middle. You want to eat it with a fork? That's fine. If you want to hold it, you got a little handle you can eat at the end. So the, for that reason, the side portion of which that brownie pan, that magical brownie pan has plenty, two crispy sides. So you get mm-hmm. two sides and a middle. So it's almost like a corner. But point is the side part of a traditional brownie pan is the best piece of the brownie pan asked and answered. Season two, off season to a strong two. start. Yeah. And you know what? You know what we're going to need for season two, Hal? Huh? Topics. Yeah. So this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group. Share your brownie recipes. Share your brownie memories. How big a piece do you cut? Let us know at facebook.com slash groups slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, who you can continue to support. At stop it, Ken. At patreon.com slash Ken Plume. Thank you also to researcher Kate McManus, who had the week off on this one, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, who are here, came back for season two with the exact same music, which we're so happy about because we love it for our score and theme song, respectively. We thank them. And of course, Thank you to you, the people of the world. Listen, I don't know if you prefer a side or an edge or the center, but I personally want to be stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. Yeah, it was. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.